0: It is the highest quality cinema. They got a tank. A story so powerful, it can only be told in at least 11 parts and a spin off franchise. Do you understand that? Too fast, too furious, more like too great to describe. Cuss! Acting that makes Meryl Streep quiver with jealous rage. I remember everything about my father. Dialogue that comforts Aaron Sorkin like a guardian angel with a bucket full of ice cold coronas. Ah, well, with all due respect, Captain. When this whole thing is over, we're gonna find a location. And I'm gonna knock your teeth so far down your throat you're gonna stick a toothbrush right up your ass to brush them. From acting, producing, and singing extraordinaire. Mark Ven Diesel Sinclair. And Jesus Why! Oh, and he won. And Jesus won. This is the three two threes masterpiece review. F nine. Oh, happy day!
1: All right, everybody, welcome to this special edition of the three two three. So special because of a movie that is just so special saw f9 aka fast and furious 9 on its opening night and i literally could not wait to talk about it have notes and everything so we're going to go through these special edition notes kind of vroom vroom through them and get you caught up on this movie but if you haven't seen it spoilers there are plenty of spoiler alerts, but can't really spoil this movie, you gotta kinda see it to believe it. So, let's get started. Vroom vroom! <laughs> so, I think my favorite part about these movies, and hopefully something that's going to become a recurring thing, is how, not only that they literally can't die, there doesn't seem to be any way to kill these characters, but... Now, Tyrese's character, Roman Pierce, is starting to become extremely aware of it. To the point that I believe by the end of these movies, Tyrese might become aware that he's in a movie. And hopefully that's just... That's the exact kind of meta shit that we need in these movies. Vroom, All right, flying a Pontiac Fiero into space and ramming it into a satellite. That honestly may have been the most logical part of the movie. Vroom, vroom. Using a broken bridge to swing a car across the cliff. And that happens pretty early in the movie. You see it in the trailers where Vin Diesel does not see any other way to get across this cliff. So, hey, I'm going to ram into the pole with the rest of the rope. Just hope to God it swings me to the other side. And it works! But that that is ridiculous in its own. It's what happens before that as the bridge is breaking, as the bridge is breaking, it's ludicrous Tyrese and the um, the girl from Game of Thrones driving over this broken bridge as it's falling apart, and it falls apart completely. They're in a truck. So explain to me, how the hell did they get that broke that truck up the broken bridge? Like, I know that the laws of physics are pretty much shattered in this universe, but there's is, there is no way. There's no way. I thought about it the rest of the movie through all the ridiculous shit that happens. There's no way that they drove fast enough that they got that big-ass truck up this bridge. Oh, God, I love these movies. <clears throat> Helen Mirren is in the movie. She returns playing the Shaw's the Shaw's mother in a cameo role. And she has a whole driving scene with Vin Diesel and realizes that Vin Diesel and John Cena are brothers, and she says with a straight face that he, Vin Diesel, and John Cena have similar facial features. She can see the resemblance. And her saying that line with a straight face, I truly believe should get the movie its first Oscar nomination.
0: Pooh, pooh, pooh.
1: John Cena plays Jacob Toretto, Dom's evil brother, <laughs> and he's the villain of the movie, but he, there's a recurring thing with John Cena that he is too baby-faced and too adorable to turn heel, even in the WWE, and it it rears up again in this movie. He's just too adorable to be a villain. His baby face could not allow him to be a villain for one whole ass movie. The inevitable Cena versus Rock fight in whichever sequel is going to be epic. I don't know when The Rock is going to come back to these main movies, but good God, they need that fight. That's going to be something. Cena also staring through that jail cell longingly. Just staring at the family. It almost put me on the floor. I don't know why. It's just the one shot of him looking through the prison cell at them is just fucking hilarious. Vroom vroom. At one point (laughs) in the movie, I was with Emily. And she did not realize that Paul Walker's Brian is still supposed to be alive in these movies. Paul Walker passed away sadly. But Brian got a happy ending at the end of the seventh movie. Emily didn't realize that had happened, and so that was the perfect setup for Mia, Mia Toretto, Dom's sister, Brian's wife, telling Dom that his son was in safe hands. He's with Brian. And as Emily put it, Brian's heavenly hands. This this moment quickly made the movie a revenge thriller in our eyes. Or... At least in our hopes. After a crazy Mia killed Dom's son. Now she's the villain. Vroom um, vroom. So Han is back. He was in Tokyo Drift. Then came back for Fast Five. He was in Six. I believe he dies in Six. Maybe it was Seven. Can't keep track of these things. But he dies pretty much like twice. Through the movies. It's the same death. But they show it a bunch of times. Just a really point out to you han is dead well han's alive and they explain it and you know sure all right so i can't express the ridiculousness of this enough to stop an army of goons from getting to letty and the crew dom first broke a dude's back over a rail like he was bane And then literally pulled two chains from from the ceiling, I assume. They never really showed where the chains were coming from. But he pulls these two chains hard enough to bring down an entire fucking building. Then, he landed in the water underneath. Being the only person, apparently, not to die from the impact. And then, then, Letty somehow jumped into the water from God knows how high up into water that had been that had to have been filled with a building's worth of debris perfectly without a scratch and somehow pulled Dom out. I don't even know I I didn't know what to say. There was so much to just say how the fuck to. It's oh God. Vroom, vroom. I'm convinced Cardi B is literally just playing herself in her cameo where she and her girl gang save Dom from Interpol or the British police. It's just Cardi B. But why wouldn't it be Cardi B? I believe Cardi B would actually do that. Vroom The villain is Cypher, played by the Oscar-winning Charlize Theron, with a Razzie-winning bowl cut. vroom. It's time to start thinking about what great actor is going to play the rich prick villain's dad. There's a little young German rich little prick. He's he's self-described as a rich little prick. And he keeps bringing up his daddy and talking about daddy's money and dad wants this, father wants this. So you know that his dad's going to be the villain like in the next movie or the 11th movie. So who the hell could they possibly get now that we already have... Helen Mirren and Charlize Theron and Idris Elba was in Hobbs and Shaw you can get pretty much any actors you want for these movies why not let's just go all out let's get a oh god Al Pacino would be perfect in this oh my god oh just imagine that over he already overacts just imagine him scream in a screaming match with Dom ah magnets Magnets are a big thing in this movie, and I'm not a magnet expert or any... I don't I don't try to pretend to be. I know that they, you know, stick. But I don't think this movie knows what magnets really do either. Proom, proom. Kurt Russell, he's back in these movies. He's another big actor in these. He plays Mr. Nobody, just in a short appearance here, where the movie... The whole basis of the plot is finding Mr. Nobody because he lands in a a plane crash and they don't know whether he's dead or alive. After the first 20 minutes, they never really answer the question as to whether or not he's dead or alive. So glad everybody cares for Mr. Nobody that way. I think it's time to officially talk about Dom's lineage. Vin Diesel in real life, I've already had this argument with other people as to what exactly Vin Diesel is. And apparently he is as biracial, multiracial as it comes. But Dom in the movie, I have never truly understood what the hell Dom is supposed to be. This movie doesn't help either because it goes, for the first time I believe, flashbacks to when Dom is like in his 20s and when Dom is a kid. And they show his dad. And the confusion lies because his dad in the flashbacks definitely seemed Hispanic. His brother is John Cena, so no questions there. Then, in the flashbacks, young Dom is not only taller and a much better actor, but he definitely looks black. Almost like the Unsullied from Game of Thrones. But then, even further back in time, little Dom, clearly Hispanic. So... Who knows what the hell is going on there. Poom, poom. My casting idea, I believe, was better. Having young 20s Dom, why not just have him be played by the actor from Get Out, Daniel Kaluuya? Looks like him. Enough, I guess, for a flashback. Who cares? It's Fast and Furious. Who cares? And then you can have child Dom, have him be played by one of the little boys from Fresh Off the Boat. No explanations ever needed ever. Boom, boom. All in all, I think Fast 9. I it's been days and I still don't know whether or not I loved it or hated it. But that's pretty much all of the movies. So, I think it actually would probably fit pretty well into my top 5. Ooh. Top 5. Let's do a top 5. Impromptu to top five. It's the top five Fast and Furious movies. Where are we gonna go with this? Hmm. Off the top of my head, I'm going to go number five being Fast and Furious six. I don't remember why, but The Rock was in it, so it's definitely one of the top ones. But I know that I did not like F8, aka Fate of the Furious. Fate. F8. <laughs> So, number five, Fast and Furious 6. Then, at number four, I believe it's Fast 9. Number three, we're going to go... Oh, it has to be Too Fast, Too Furious. No, you know what? Number three, Fast and Furious 7. Because I don't think it was a great movie, but that ending hits you like a brick. Number two... Is too fast, too furious. Just a lot of people hate that fucking movie. I love it. I love it. Simply because how can you not love Ejecto Citocos? Cito, Which leaves number one being Fast Five, the whole Brazil, just the element of Brazil, the bank heist, all of it. You gotta love Fast Five. So that is the impromptu top 5 Alright everybody that is this impromptu special edition high budget version of the 323 masterpiece review of F9 Fast and Furious 9 Please keep subscribing to the Patreon so you can get exclusive things like this or early editions of things like high quality shit like this Thank you for listening. We'll be back with a new episode very soon. Go see the movie.
0: Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. When Jesus won! When Jesus walks.